Welcome to BSR, where we get our friends to talk about stuff they'll probably enjoy but wouldn't have brought up themselves. BS Reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi-studio to keep everyone here safe. The following is Rated R. We tried to shoot for PG-13, but come on, there's profanity in the title. What were you expecting? We absolutely suck at avoiding spoilers, so we're not even going to try anymore. You have been warned. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Welcome back to BSR. Today, we're going over Gully Boy, which is a 2019 Indian rap drama that's kind of like 8 Mile. Today, we have Patrick, Evan, Malik, Jasmine, and Isaac. So we brought up a few things in our last half episode. Mm. So I wanted to say that this is the first movie we've gone through that's the Bollywood movie. And it's also the first movie, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it's the first movie we've had with a female director. Mm. Do you guys realize? Yeah, I don't know it was a female I director. I did so. not realize. Yeah. I do not. I pay enough attention to the directors of these movies to know Me? if that is no, true. No, I think they've like, all been male so far. I know all yeah. the... Know From all the ones I can remember. Mainstream directors like that everybody knows. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't really look into them too much. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who like, James Cameron, Steven Spielberg is, but I didn't I didn't look yeah, into this totally. one. I didn't even think about yep. it. I was like, this yeah, soundtrack is just amazing. I, yeah. I cared more about who wrote the movie. Yeah. Mm. And like, I did not register with me. I saw it. Like, I love the film. And when I was mm-hmm. doing research for this, I saw like an interview with director clip and I was like, okay, yeah, let's see what, what the director's like. And Soya turned out to be a girl. And I was like, yep. okay, all right, cool, mm. cool. I think she brought some stuff to this movie, focusing on the female characters and more like emotional interactions mm-hmm. than a lot of other Bollywood movies that I've seen. Well, oh, yeah. Now, oh, there was yeah. a lot of emotional connection. Now that, in that you, movie. now that you said it was a woman directing, it makes sense. The way things were shot, especially when it came towards the women characters, mm-hmm. there was more care to it. Yeah. And the more. camera work wasn't super horny. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was very modest. Got his shirt off for a good, you know, a couple minutes there. Yeah, but it makes sense. It wasn't like yeah. Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah, there were like butt shots for twenty minutes. <laughs> the girl just sitting there, like she took her clothes off, and just whole shot of her just sitting there. And she's like, "What?" And you're like, "Why are you in your underwear? Why the hell is this even part of the film?" Yeah, my biggest reference is Alien, where she spends a good ten minutes getting into her spacesuit. Yeah, when the aliens there, everyone has like, to girl, be you could have been in underwear. Everyone yeah. has to be in their underwear when uh-huh. they get into the sleep pods. I'm like, why? Does that yeah, this movie, like I said before, is kind of like Eight Mile, but kind of not like eight mile eight mile if you haven't seen that is a documentary drama biopic about underground rappers and it's hard not to make the comparison just because there aren't very many underground rap movies. Yes, yeah, there yeah. are like two coming out from the streets to the mainstream through underground rap battles mm-hmm. movies, and these are them. Yeah, there's actually more of that. <laughs> oh, type I bet of there movie. are, but no, I'm like, saying, yeah. no, there's more of those type of movies about dancing than are about rap. Yeah, 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 like mm-hmm. step it up in the streets or whatever, yeah, or dirty dancing. Or, yeah, there literally are more. You can count on your hands. Like, yeah, there's a whole series of cheerleading movies like that. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, there's more of that than actual rap. Mm-hmm. You got served. Right. Yeah. Uh You got served. There aren't really high school programs for rap battles. Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) That'd be more where there is for cheerleading. That'd be more long creative writing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be like fame. I yeah. feel like rap battles teach you a lot more quick thinking than most of the shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think no, so too. Definitely. I would make that part of a debate curriculum. Totally. Yeah, that actually would be really interesting to watch. I would totally it, watch that instead of high school basketball. It will never <laughs> harm you to know how to rhyme on a beat. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's a something that's always going to be useful. The thing that made me push this to one of my top that I wanted to talk about early in this mm-hmm. is that Pat and I have had this thing for a long time where mm-hmm. when we talk about a movie and the third act doesn't match anything with the movie, yeah. I was like, this would have been better if it were eight mile. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. So like uh, last Jurassic Park movie would have been better if Chris Pratt had to train his rappers. Raptors. Nope. Nope. Too late. You gotta gotta stick with it. Yep. And and he was like in a raptor competition where the other people had to train the raptors. Like I I think that would have flowed better. Been a lot more interesting than what happened. What actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. And made probably more sense too. But yeah, so many movies, they start filming their big CG battle before the, the rest of the script is even written. But these movies with tiny budgets that this is integral to the plot and mm-hmm. them getting better at rapping and battling and so mm-hmm. forth being a part of the structure it can amp up the tension when it finally gets there it breaks through and it's like really an emotional scene unlike the well, second like you're there Jurassic to, World you're there movie. to tell a story <laughs> instead of set stages for set pieces yeah yeah, yeah. like oh, I liked about this movie actually showed him going from being just a guy who's thinking about rapping to where he ended up he actually saw that now I personally mm-hmm. wish it was shorter but yeah they showed the progression I uh, watched good. a bunch of reviews for this um, and a lot of them were mostly in English because yeah. throughout this movie they code shift between Hindi and English yeah. like back yeah. and forth mm-hmm. like rap is an American art form I'm just going to throw this on the table and let you guys talk about it a little bit so appropriation thoughts <laughs> <laughs> So I actually wrote some down about that. I think it's really interesting when something like because like rap as an art form isn't super strict, but it mm-hmm. comes out of poetry, which mm-hmm. in a lot of its forms is very strict about how things are crafted, both phonetically and by meter. Mm-hmm. And adapting that to different languages with different bases and different sounds is fucking fascinating. Oh yeah, there's a big difference between T.S. Eliot and Nas, though. Yeah, well, well, well I've heard a lot of um, I've heard a lot of Japanese rap. Mm-hmm. Where Mm -hmm. it's laughably easy to do consistent rap structures in Japanese because they don't have an alphabet. They have a syllabary. Mm -hmm. So making rhymes is just a matter of finding the word that works because they all can rhyme the way the language matters means you can't really wholesale appropriate it. It has to be tailored to every language. Hip hop more than any other genre of music. I'm it. It's pretty much about life on the streets and is used as a way to tell others how hard someone, like the experience someone has. It tells you more about your experience to those who don't have it. And the thing about hip hop is you know, a lot of it, it was born in the streets out of from the ghettos and the projects and stuff like that. But here's the thing. There's projects and ghettos Everywhere. all over the world. Oh, yeah. So it's not really appropriation because it's just the same way that in this Murad. Yeah, Murad. Murad. Yeah. How him and his friends are telling about their life because his whole, all his raps were talking about getting out of his station in life, what it's like here on the streets. Even his name is literally Street Boy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's, Gully means yeah, street. Yeah, it's Street Boy. And that's what a lot of rap was, especially back in the old days uh-huh. of like Grandmaster Flash, DM, DM, I about to say DMX. Run DMC. DMC. Run DMC. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rest in peace, DMX. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Run DMC, you know, two like you know, all those not two yeah. crew, but like all those other people. <laughs> sure, yeah. Older rap. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, yeah. getting at Big sure. Daddy Kane, all of them. Uh-huh. Is about life on the streets. Yeah, Ice T, Ice Cube. What yeah. they were. Yeah. I, yeah, the West Coast rappers, NWA, like, was telling you about how it was living where they come from, because that was something that not a lot of people knew about. Yeah. Because you listen to r and B. I I love R&B, but it wasn't talking really, outside of, like, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, and a couple others, not many of them were talking about life in the streets or life as a black person. But rap is kind of the only musical genre that is trying to get people to understand why people are doing what they're doing, and let people understand, this is my life, and I want you to know what my life is going through and that's mm-hmm. literally what he was doing and, and that just lets you know that hip-hop it's 
international because, like I said, there's slums, there's ghettos, projects all over the world. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter oh, if yeah. you're Australian, Indian, Chinese, Ugandan. There's going to be slums, and so you can use that as a way to tell people about your life so they understand who you are and people around you. There's an interesting scene in Gully Boy where there's a a tour from London yes. that's going through the slums. Yes. And oh man, they pay this guy's mother to be like, "Hey, can we look at your your house here?" And they're like, "Oh my god, they use every square inch of this." And these tourists are walking around, not realizing that the people in the house actually speak English, and they can realize exactly what they're saying. And it's tourism, but poverty tourism. Yes, it's real uncomfortable. But one of the creepy is the word. I yeah, was thinking. one of the tourists is wearing a Nas T-shirt, and Murad, who's the main character in this, is like, "Hey, nice T-shirt." And he was like, "Yeah, it's the rapper Ness from the USA." He's real popular. And then Murad is like, he gives him this look like, it's pronounced Nas, you Philistine. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then drops a rhyme. Just drops like some of of Nas' Pretty much flawlessly, yeah. There's slums all over the world, but there's also sort of a tourism around that that I think is uncomfortable. That kind of reminds me of the literature of the white man burden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh That's exactly what that reminds me of. Exactly. The white people come down to the indigenous or the darker skinned people and be like, oh, look, we got to help them because look at their little town. Little man is so hot. I was like, wow, they actually eat here. I think one of them didn't one of them say something about spoons or something like that. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you, it was kind of like Do you guys rip- use spoons. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> so I'm just crazy. Like, yeah, that yeah, was crazy. Yeah. It's oh, like the, the kind us. of the kind of weird ignorance you get when you've never uh-huh. can mm-hmm. even considered something. Like, who the like, fuck doesn't have spoons? Yeah, right? that whole scene was just cringy for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting there and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like, motherfuckers. And I was like, right. That's exactly. I was just like, no, no, we don't do that. Yeah. Motherfuckers who lived in caves had a concept of bowls and smaller bowls. People Mm -hmm. have spoons. No, this reminds me of. What's that? It happened back, like, it might have been early 2000s, late 90s. Al Sharpton took Bill O'Reilly to eat in a place in Harlem. Oh, Lord. And he said, wow, I'm surprised that they use napkins. (laughs) Now that reminds me of. I think what made it even worse is I am pretty sure that even though that guy was wearing a Nas shirt, the fact that one, he got his name wrong. Yeah. And probably didn't even realize that Murad was like just spitting his lyrics. And he, because after he was done, he was like, okay, cool. cool. And then like, 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 took a picture. After he clearly told him, can I take a picture of Murad? He he didn't answer. Yeah. Like he clearly didn't want it. And I was just like, you know what? Get the fuck out. That reminds me when you walk around and you see these kids with stuff and they have no idea. Like these kids were like 11, 12 wearing a Rolling Stones, a Nirvana, mm-hmm. uh, Beatles, or like Jimi Hendrix. You're like, you don't know nothing. I was like, you might have grown up with that, but nine times listen, I bet you don't know anything about those yeah, groups. I have a yeah, really, there are definitely videos on that. A really yeah. clear memory no of running into a guy with a t-shirt that says, I know Kung Fu. It has like one of the characters from Kung Fu for the NES. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking cool. I haven't thought about that game in like 20 years. I, He's like, <laughs> what game? I, like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He probably oh. just got it because he thought I it was remember. cool. I'm like, hot topic, how you do this to me? Yeah. I remember <laughs> it in a store, to be this way. <laughs> I was walking by and I saw this young kid who's eight years old walking by wearing an NWA shirt. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I know his parents bought him that. Yeah. And they don't understand that group on his shirt because they did they would never have bought an <laughs> eight year old that is that very shirt. very yeah. like, yeah. so I'm like just it, was, it yeah. fit him like it was his yeah. size yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I was it like was, it's it a hand-me-down it or something then. specifically yeah. for him oh like uh-huh. it's one of the newer ones where you know it's kind of it looks faded but it's made, oh, so it's made recently? to look that So this was after, was, after was Straight Outta Compton? Three years ago. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, actually it was straight out. It was right, 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 right after. Straight, yeah. yeah, right after Straight Outta Compton where they were selling stuff. I'm like, yeah. 
that makes sense though. Wow, wait, they saw they probably wait, what? Right. They probably saw that movie and still bought the yeah. shirt. Yeah. No, they heard about that. They movie. heard about the movie. Wow. Because even if they saw the movie, they wouldn't have bought that shirt for an eight year old. Uh, I mean, anyone who knows anything I feel about mm-hmm. West Coast gangster rap and NWA mm-hmm. period would yeah. have been yes, would have put that absolutely on mom, kid. Mom, but that's not this? what you want to do. It's like oh <laughs> yeah. No. I mean I saw like a Wu Tang clan t shirt at a Kohl's once. Like it's like a discount clothing store in town but it's like I don't know. Like, is you, that what it like, has become? Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to you see. You put it right lot. next to Tweety Bird. Yeah. You put mm-hmm. it, it, symbols have become just like uh, identity of their own. Yes. Like yeah, in a, yeah, in totally. a worse way than what they used to be. They used to be about that person or that group. Now it's like it's mm-hmm. a marketing ploy. Like, yeah. You wear this so you relate more with people who probably know what this is. Great example of this for our generation: people who always wear the Che Rivera shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've always loved the idea of people buying mass-produced Che shirts. That's yeah. amazing. I'm like, I've seen that do, stuff a lot, actually. Oh, yeah. Know, you look at that, you're like, oh, it's, yeah, it's cool. It's like, still like a Wikipedia search or whatever. I got the same things, the same stuff for, yeah. like, Marks and Lennon yes. merchandise. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. come on, you guys. And you're just like, first of all, it's funny because that's totally against what they want. But at the same time, mm-hmm. like, do you realize the amount of people that guy killed? Like, Che was a messed up dude, it turns out. Yeah, but I wear, like, a Lonka the Space Dog t-shirt, and everyone's just like, you monster. You know, it's just funny because it's really different based off the year. Because I can't tell this isn't a flat statement on everyone. You can have eight-year-old kid who loved the Beatles because their parents played the Beatles. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But there's always going to be that kid, But then right? you, can, mm-hmm. you can tell when it's obvious that they're just doing it because it looks cool. Uh-huh. It's like the whole Rastafarian. Like, we used to see people walk around with the Rastafarian hats. You're like, dude, you guys don't understand what that whole religion thing is. And why yeah, they're, they're yeah. sick and it was like, oh, it means you're cool, laid back, and you like weed. No, it means no, something else, man. There's a, bit, <laughs> there's a little bit more to it than that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but that's what people were wearing. You were around like, yo, yeah, man, wearing Rastafarian has like, I'm underground. I'm, <laughs> I'm edgy. I'm edgy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's kind of the, and that's the thing. There it is. There's <laughs> the core of it right there. Right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to be a little edgy. Yeah, and so that's they... kind of how stuff is. It's just weird. Cause I'm pretty sure our parents will see me wearing because I used to wear a Ray Charles shirt, and I listened to Ray Charles. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure if anyone saw me wearing a Ray Charles shirt from my mom's generation, be like, boy, you don't know about no Ray Charles. <laughs> never, <laughs> yeah. I never found any frankie valley in the four seasons merchandise <laughs> no, right? <laughs> yeah kind of getting back to the film here <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. we're talking, talking about, about a movie let's keep talking yeah. about the socioeconomic status there's a lot of culture shock in this film yes mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah because oh, yeah. it's not just the projects it's like the legit slums yeah, yeah. yeah. they filmed in live locations people live in mm-hmm. all the houses we see and it's the cast system was very prevalent yeah. in this movie. Oh, yeah. and it's something that they even mentioned in the film that like, one of the other rappers has a white girlfriend the main character is like how did you even meet this girl like how did this even yeah. happen and he's like oh she just sat down next to me at a lunch thing and started talking to me americans don't care about that as much yeah. as other things and i was like mm-hmm. okay all and right that's kind of i wrote notes about her. true i'm like <laughs> what the hell is this woman who is this girl i didn't say what's oh, about sky exchanged no, yeah, well, no, 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 no the other one oh, no, 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 um yeah, oh, Cher's okay. girlfriend. I was like, okay, who the yeah. hell is this? She's, she's, she's just there just and giving encouragement yeah. the whole yeah. movie, and she's just there. I mean, she, like, she's a nice person. She's, yeah. actually, she's a nice person, but at the same time, I'm like, what the hell is she what? here? Like, yeah. She's just some random white lady here. Like, mm-hmm. This guy came there for a reason. Kinda, you, yeah. you don't know what. 
I mean, uh, I mean, okay. If you push out the whole Americans don't care about your cultural norms, Uh that actually is a thing that is appreciated and useful in some cultures. Japanese companies have a role that is Mm -hmm. like the loud, boorish American. (laughs) Yeah, it is impolite and like to the point of career suicide to tell your boss that he has a stupid ass idea. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So they have an American around to be all like, that sounds dumb as hell because there's no retribution against a foreigner for not getting it. Oh, yeah. But like somebody has to say it, right? So there's somebody whose job it is to just be the loud ass American. Like they do other work, sure, Mm -hmm. but like Uh that's their role. But it's interesting that Americans have become a character because we're not all like that. Obviously, I know as many wallflowers as you know arrogant bastards over here. (laughs) But it's pretty common that in societies where there's a lot more complicated social ritual Uh that we don't get it and we don't care to. Yeah, well, it's like (laughs) the UK perspective of Americans is they're loud and pervy. Yeah. so, yeah, but it's totally the opposite. Say the UK has any room to speak on? I, I was really <laughs> thinking that. I'm like, I mean, really? They, 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 they lost a lot of pretentious in the last few years. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> they, I mean, so that, that's how the rest of Europe sees the UK. Yeah, yeah they literally have well, maybe just drugs on TV and primetime mm-hmm. TV, and we don't got nothing. Yeah, I think that's why we're pervy, though, is that it's a thing we're it's, seeking. We don't have it. Down uh-huh. like Puritans. <laughs> Well, we were found in a thing of Puritans coming here. And we watch a ton of TV, and that's what sells TV, and we kind of yeah. emulate that in our lives, but that's a whole different thing. In this, there is the culture shock that they are actually living in slums. These yeah. characters yeah. are, they're economically impoverished, and mm-hmm. you can tell from yeah. the get-go. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And also, there's the cast system that comes into a lot of this, because Murad works as a chauffeur, and him even talking yeah. to his girlfriend would have been frowned on, because yeah. yep. he is a Muslim, and she is Hindi. Mm-hmm. And there's this point where he's like, don't kiss me in public they'll kill me for that and yeah. I like really bought that like yeah. it legit could be a thing and, that, yeah. and also that because her dad's a doctor yeah so yeah. she's yeah. in a uh-huh. and she was studying to become a doctor yeah she's in a whole different because yeah. later on in the movie his dad they even have an argument about this where the dad's like don't dream you're going to be a loser like <laughs> yeah. me your dreams uh-huh. have to match your reality, reality. yeah, yeah. 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 Rest of reality. you're going to be a loser like me because we're in this caste system and nothing's going to get better for us do what you do keep your head down because even when he was chauffeuring one of the clients was yelling at his daughter about you gotta get a job and blah 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 she was like well I graduated you know college blah 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 and no, then, he, he was saying you don't have to get a job like she didn't have to work but she wanted to mm-hmm yeah, was that what it was? She wanted to work, yeah. Oh, yeah, she wanted to work. Yeah. Sorry. He was like, no. You, like, you want to be like him? No, and then she, he, he like, like, asked he goes, her. He goes, driver, what do you do? He goes, oh, I'm... Oh, my last year of college, yeah. Yeah, um, last year of college. She goes, see? You want to be Everyone's on the same... That's right. She wanted to... She, yeah. they, he, they wanted her to keep going to school and she wanted to work. Yeah, mm-hmm. he goes, you want to be like this guy... Who drives who us around? drives around, who's nobody? Yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah. He's saying, You're, this guy's nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's what he kind of reacts to, yeah. to through the whole film. Is mm-hmm. And that's part of what fuels his raps. Yeah, it definitely does. And he says a lot of things throughout this that everyone says that I'm not worth anything, but I have this many views. These things are going to survive longer than I am. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's part of that conversation with his dad. It's yeah. like, yeah. this has value. I have value. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember what it's exactly like. Never say I'm worthless again. Yeah. Like, yeah. Worthless yeah. Worthless it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, he is worth something to so many people. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, I'm done having other people tell me what my worth is. Yeah. And I also kind of get his dad's perspective. It's just, you still have to eat. You still have to have Mm -hmm. a place to live. Like his dad was trying to look out for him. I mean, he's an a-hole. Yeah. He did it the wrong way. Because at the end of the movie, you realized dad did all this because he hates himself. Oh yeah. The dad hates himself. There's some self-loathing there. Yeah. And so he pulled it onto his son and his anger 
for himself went on to his son and his we son's gonna, mother. We don't talk about second mom. Is that yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Let's get her. to the movie. Let's get yeah. to the movie. We haven't <laughs> okay, even started. So cultural shock. We're there. talking about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> are we doing premise? Or are we just talking about like no? Oh, we're 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 we'll get to the the points, and it'll make more sense. If we have some context. So okay. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll see. It's Another, just gonna be a four hour episode. <laughs> hey, all right, hey, sure. hey, much like foreplay, you gotta get it started before you okay. get the, You wouldn't know mm-hmm. shit about foreplay. Pat- <laughs> hey, <laughs> damn, what a dumb tits. I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> I was gonna say, this is a bad moment of the she's day. Fucking, she's fucking burnt. <laughs> my ass. just came in. Some bad yeah, yeah, in this place. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I'll, I'll bring the mic if you bring the heat. I know. I'm gonna go get you some ice for that burn. I know. Ice. I don't need a damn. I need some damn aloe. That shit bad. Bring the fire truck. She fucking. You just snuck up behind her in a haunted house. What's up? Damn. <laughs> Can I get a? <laughs> there we go. That's yeah. all we needed. I need some damn. <laughs> I need a skin graft. She burned me so damn bad. Okay, all right, all right. Damn, Jasmine. That was. Oh, Jess. Damn. <laughs> she made me feel like. Like Marad after his first rap battle. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, yes. god. Wait until yeah. I ask back in. Let's roll. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. I'm so. gonna stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> know your yeah. place. I know. Know my place. Just like mm-hmm. Dad, I'm gonna know my place. I'm gonna sit here. <laughs> All right, all right. So the other part of the culture shock thing, Murad, the main character of this, is a Muslim, Mm. and it is not uncommon for Muslims to take more than one wife, especially in India and the Middle East. And again, this was sort of a—I wasn't expecting this when I saw this movie the first time. Okay, what's the relationship here? Because I kind of missed the subtitle when I first went through, and Mm. it kept calling him second mom, and I was like, is this a thing? Like, what's what's going on here? But yeah, yeah, totally. The the dad wanted a second wife, and throughout the intro to this movie he's sort of introducing the family and Murad's like she's like an invited guest because yeah. his mom his actual mom is like no why are you bringing this woman in I'm, I'm not cool with this yeah because he literally yeah. kicked her out of her own bedroom like, yeah. like she was like where am I supposed to sleep what the yeah. what and the she, fuck because like, the TV everyone yeah. in here all the characters that we see are living in this one house yeah two mothers one bedroom a lot of his grandmother him a brother uh-huh. There are yeah. a hey. lot of people, hey. so you're also adding to, I want to say, the increasing of their maybe economic instability. Probably, yeah. And the thing is, that I'm probably wrong in this, but when you bring in another wife, the first wife has to agree. Because it seemed like she I'm didn't not know. Say hey, I don't I actually know about that. No idea. I'm yeah, not I'm, sure. But I, I feel like I'm gonna take a stab. I want to say no because well, this is a pretty patriarchal I, setup. It, it, it is. really is. Uh-huh. I'll be the guy that Google's Muslim polygamy rules. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Try I don't hard. want that on my phone. If right I'm now. right, I'm taking yeah. this point. <laughs> but yeah, they had an argument later. She goes, "You didn't ask my permission when you brought her into our house." Uh-huh. He got really mad when she called her a mistress. Mm-hmm. And like, no, yeah, that's, that's not my stuff. mistress. That's my wife. Yeah. You know, which is different connotation. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was also the issue of when uh, Murad started singing and rapping. And then the second wife was like, I like this, too. And then the mom and them were kind of worried because she looks at Murad like he's younger than his dad. Yeah. His dad wants him to put on a shirt and everything. Don't mm-hmm. walk around the house without a shirt on. So he does. He's not like enticing his second wife. Yeah. Yeah. And then the wife's like, she likes Murad singing. There's going to be trouble. We can't have this yeah. and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it becomes a serious issue in terms of having her there but he brought her home it's something i don't think they have any say in all right so it turns out you can have up to four but most of the classical scholars agree that you should not if you cannot remain just so if it's going to cause more problems and it's going to solve don't do it don't do it mm-hmm. all right cool. so he fucked up yeah all right yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair 
because he kicked her out eventually. Yeah. yeah. Well, kicked no, him no, out, but then he kind of just left. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he was kicking them out, and then Murad put his hands on his father, which you're not supposed to do. Which, I mean, he didn't. He, he, he didn't definitely could right. have done. I was put his hands on not because he, you know, his dad was like he was I mean, messing up them. his wife, he was which just is I mean, them uh-huh. and I mean, I understand it's a whole different cultural thing, but yeah, the crap out of Murad when he. I'm not gonna lie, I was up in like you. We saw he was rapping. He goes, "What is this?" He's like, "What?" Bam, bam, bam. I mean, bam. then he went to when he was hitting his wife. He slapped Marad. Then went back to doing it, and Marad pushed him into the wall and like, like oh, again, could like, have been Don't worse. Touch my mom, and then he said, "We're leaving because yeah. you can't stay there anymore." And everyone was watching, and everyone was like, "Well, he put his hands on his father." That's what I knew. Because if that had been in the United States, yeah, we'd be like, "Oh, you don't do yeah, it yeah. to your dad," but we would understand why if he, he was did hitting that. Your mom, we oh, understand yeah. why he did that. But there, it seemed like even that happened when they left their house and then went to his mother's brother. Yeah. The brother took the side of the. Father. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. you should go back. He's like, you don't yeah. do that. You don't touch your father like that. Because earlier in the movie, Mara was like, hey, your sister's struggling. He goes, well, she's my sister, but that's his wife. Like, she's my family, but no longer my, my family. That's his yeah. family, his duty to do that. So. Which is cringy to everyone. No, <laughs> yes. it was yes. here, but yeah. It was upsetting, but that's how their culture works. I couldn't tell if the dad was being a jerk because he's a jerk or he's being a jerk in our eyes because... Um, just imposing our own yeah, values. Yeah, imposing our, our own values culture. upon our a little bit of both. So I was just like, I didn't want to like. There you go, Pat. Turned out to be a little bit of both. Yeah, because I didn't want to like. <laughs> in my opinion. I didn't want to pose it because it's like it's hard for me to say and, this guy is doing wrong and when, not have the cultural context. Yeah, and not yeah. know yeah. Yeah, about it. Totally. And sort of leads us to Murad's relationship, which is kind of the <sighs> other half of this movie. Like, man, I love ev- her. Every <laughs> yeah, Pitos. <laughs> yeah, oh his girlfriend he met in high school, but also Murad's dad apparently carried bags for her father at some point. They, mm. th- it's like a throwaway line towards the end. Oh, of I that. didn't know that. That's part of the cast system that he was. His um, mm-hmm. his servant assistant. Yeah, you sure they weren't together? Like no, no. It, it, it oh yeah, long, they've been longer? together for a while. Was, yeah. They were before high school. It was like no, it was nine years, and yeah. they were and both in their and final year of. So Murad is supposed to be twenty two. The actor that plays him is actually like thirty two okay. when this movie came out. <laughs> so that's about right. He look, he's he roughly look, Pat's age. He, <laughs> he look he looks <laughs> older, like significantly oh, yeah. older yeah, than yeah, most of the people in this movie, except or Moline. Oh Moline, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I seen some who some shit way older than. <laughs> he's he, like but, street friend. But he on the street though. He yeah, street, exactly. Yeah, dude was rough. Mm-hmm. This movie came out on Valentine's Day, oddly enough. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm. No, I mean, it is kind of a love story. Like in India, it's kind of a love story. It is a love story. It is. So his girlfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. First of all, she I'm sorry. Right. God damn. Yeah. Very beautiful. They introduce these two as a couple. They both get on a bus. They exchange looks and like whatever. In a normal Bollywood movie, I feel that's when the singing would kick in. Right. It's sort of that meet cute kind of thing. It was like, I saw this lady on a She's bus. Hot. I want to do some shit. You know, yeah, at first I was like, my man, he's staring way too hard at her, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then they're together. I'm like, okay. And I then know they why. sit next to each other and he hands her an earbud to listen to music with them. And it's like, oh, that's kind of sweet, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, was, I thought it was just something that they do. I was like, oh, I no, guess no, that's just something no, you can no. do. No, no, like, no, 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 no,
they're not. I didn't actually people. notice that aspect until you guys mentioned it. Working the best here. part about her, besides her being smart <laughs> and gorgeous, she was about it. Oh yeah, oh, no, for sure. She, she definitely she, was, she and I, that took me by surprise. So the second time they meet up, they're on the bus. Yes, we just jump into this, right? Yes. So he's like, "Oh, someone liked me. It's someone from our our, oh, our high school, yes. right?" And she's like, "Who liked you?" She's been having some family problems leading into this, right. and she's like, "Who the fuck is this lady?" Yes, gets out of the bus, goes to this lady's sweatshop, yes. pulls her off the line, and it kicks her ass. Her ass. Right. Right. She's like, "Broke a fucking her, bro. bottle." She gets up. She that goes, "Who's that?" Oh, dude, she goes. He said R. He said R. Whatever her name was. And and that what made her angry was when he said R. She went R. Okay. She got up. Ding ding ding. Got off the bus. In her defense, he did kind of lie a little bit about it. Yeah. And I don't Uh know if that's because he knew how she was about to flip out. Oh fuck yeah. Or I forgot the girl's name. She says the girl's name like uh, Gina. I mean, pulled her right up her sweatshirt. She was asking like, "Oh, I'm gonna talk to my friend." And the girl says, "Oh yeah, it's me over here." He goes, "Um, why are you talking to my man? You know we've been together for nine years. Why are you talking?" He's like, "Well, they ain't gonna be like that tomorrow." She picked her up and just (laughs) started beating that. I was like, "Oh, (laughs) slam!" And she slammed her fucking head. Hard and went uh huh. Pulled them up. <laughs> yeah, up. Oh, the isn't, that's, isn't that like the first time you find out that they're an issue with them being together? Because they both go to her dad's clinic and get checked out and, and stuff. Lying. And they're both lying mm-hmm. and like saying, yeah, "Hey, this uh, girl's trying to do this, but this girl's doing this. Like but this yeah. girl's doing this." The she's girl got her ass him. kicked, ratted her out. Yeah. She's exactly. Like, no, she's on she's your like, yeah. cell phone. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, exactly. You're the one texting them all this stuff. Look at her phone, and she was like. You ain't gotta do that. Yeah. And he's no, like, no, oh, no, he's talking no. to her too. He's like, oh, yeah, I talked to her. Like, look. Like, uh-uh. yeah, and every time they're together, the dad asks, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I was at the study session. Oh, like she gives him her iPad to help him with his raps and comes back to the dad and does like, where's your iPad? Like, she's like, oh, oh. she had to like pretend it got lost. Yeah, she got stolen when yeah. she left it on the bus. Left mm-hmm. it on the bus. And the guy's like, oh, I'll just buy you a new one. Now that you know how rich they were, just he's like, because if I did that shit, I mean, just the. Her mom was like tilted the whole time. Just the difference in their home their homes yes yes like where they're located and what they look like period you can definitely tell she had her own room space bathroom space. Yeah. that's a big bathroom man mm-hmm. i'm sorry i must have missed the space bathroom what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> no she had what her own space she had like, Jupiter in her so, bathroom you know his space obviously was all shared he lived in basically a bunk bed they didn't in have the a same bathroom room. they it's had like, the public, public, public bathhouse yeah. yeah it's too yeah. late yeah. we gotta talk about the space bathroom now. <laughs> that's a whole different thing we got some room to catch Asteroid up before we get so Murad and Safina have this thing and he walks through to class one day and in this public courtyard or whatever, mm-hmm. they're having a music festival or jamboree had they said on the wall. No, it literally <laughs> said jamboree, didn't it? Yeah. I think it did. Yeah. There's this lady having this slow tune and everyone's just like, boo, boo. you're boring. <laughs> right? Yeah. They booed her off, Get the, off stage. the stage. <laughs> and then MC Cher comes up. Oh, right? this dude. And he's like, oh, y'all want her off the stage? Oh, you want some, here. I'll show you some talent. School Let's go. Yeah. And then, that dude is so photogenic. He, he proceeded, yeah. he burned the hell out of this group of dudes he who created were booing a this previous whole song. Yeah. This previous just roast dude. Like, yeah, it was amazing. Off the moment. Just, I'm a tiger yes, on the prowl. Right, yeah. like, <laughs> straight off the dome and had everybody vibing with it. Man, and so these dudes guy, were like, yeah, walks wait, off. what? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think yeah, this man. is the moment where Murad really connects and he's like, oh, oh my damn. God, I, I need to get it. So he's like running down there to get into the square mm. and he is like, I mean, just completely enamored with this guy. Oh yeah. Like, his eye, the epiphany, his yes, like, his, that was his. It. Oh my god, yet I yes too moment. enjoy this rap music yeah. you speak of. <laughs> oh god, my air conditioner kicked on. One sec. <laughs> 
Hello, fellow rappers. <laughs> All right, I'm going to drop a beat. You guys want to do anything? <laughs> I, dude, you know the weird thing about this? My dad used to try and get us to freestyle on the way to school when I was a kid. Yeah? Like, he'd put on the corner mm-hmm. by Common, and he'd be like, all right, go. And then we'd go around the car. They were they sucked ass. But then he'd always get to me, and I'm like, I, I got nothing. I can't. I don't, I feel like I don't that's know how you want that, me to do this. That if you Okay, maybe not everyone had the same shared experience, but we were growing up, we always had something like that going on and it was this person's turn and it was that person's turn and you know everybody had a turn mm-hmm. but like somewhere that fell off because like I feel like as an adult that's not gonna happen I, mean, I, I didn't do it I didn't do it for a while but then I got to high school in Texas and my brother and his friend for some reason every day after school they gather some of the Hispanic children because we were in El Paso and then they'd sit there and rap battle for like three hours alright they literally make a circle in front of the school until the dean came out and said go home and then literally everybody just went across the street and kept doing it. Man, as long as we're off the school property, he don't care. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure that was it. Off we go move forward. Nope. All right. <laughs> so coming back into this after our, Oh my God. <laughs> MC Share drops his beat. Okay. Marad's like, oh hell yeah. There's some obvious romantic tension, at least when I watched this the last time. Like, mm. I mean, if either of them are into guys, they should just give it a shot because they have like a way more developed and interesting relationship than him and Safina do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. there's definitely something going on there. Oh, I kind of feel it's really one-sided. I feel like Cher would be doing all the stuff. I mean, if he's into that. But. Oh, I'm saying, I feel like Cher <laughs> would be giving a lot of the effort to the... Because I feel like Murad was like, oh, I'm just going along with you. Thank you. Cher would be the support of the yeah. relationship. Murad sees MC Cher. He's like... Oh my God, I love this. Mm-hmm. Right. And he sticks with him for a bit. There's like writing rhymes to himself and rapping himself. He's like obsessed with rap anyways. Right. Yeah. So it's sort of like, oh, a real person can do this. So he starts writing and he has this plan. He's going to meet up with MC Share because he found him on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He's going to give him his raps and be like, hey, I wrote these for you and see if it works. I'd love to be the guy that writes for you. I'm not comfortable on a microphone, but he's not comfortable performing. So Share immediately destroys him with fuck you or my own stories. Mm-hmm. This is for yeah. you. And we just go lay down a beat and let you do it. Let's yeah, go. And he's yeah, let's like, go ride this no, out. screw that. You can have your own. It was like, yeah, it in is the now officially open mic night. Oh, and by the way, it's, like, yeah. it's the first time he's ever rapped. It's Murad. And he's like, uh. He goes, why would I want to speak your truth if you don't want to speak it? And the subtext is, if I come with someone else's rap, everyone here is going to shit on me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, which in well, hip-hop yeah. culture, that's yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, that's what it is. That's, yeah, that's it's going to happen. Right. You that's, don't really have covers in hip-hop, right? Like, it's not really a thing? I mean, no, you do, a whole you do lot samples. of sampling. Yeah. Sampling yeah. Yeah. Yes. is about the closest thing, I think. Sampling, yes, but not like... But it's not. It's never the say, focus. You might say someone's lying, famous lying. Yeah, sure. But if you yeah. just start rapping, hey mama, or whatever, like, no one's going to rap that whole song. They might use some of the lyrics from it, but they ain't going to. Right, yeah. But like rock concert. It's, yeah. it's not unheard of for someone to cover, cover someone else's yeah. song, but yeah. in rap and hip hop, it's supposed to be from the heart and authentic. Yeah. You might reference someone else, like a metaphor for yeah. a thing you're going through, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be like, I feel the same thing as 50 Cent or whatever. So right. <laughs> no one feels about, like 50 Cent. It's all about Cent. your yeah. truth. That's why some people get upset at Drake because they were saying he doesn't write his own rhymes sometimes. <laughs> I think a lot of people don't write their own rhymes now. Anyway, before we get into that, Murad goes in there and he drops his rhyme. People are like, yeah, that's really awesome. So he's like, yeah, this might be a thing that I'm interested in. So he goes off and tells Safina and she's all right, if you want to do this, do it. That's what makes you happy. I support it. She's so supportive. I love her. I'm not going to lie. After that first rap battle, when he, he did his rhymes, whatever, I was like, okay, but did you know that there was a beat there that you were supposed to? Like I well, just a bit, yeah. because I was completely in the mindset of if this is hip hop, yeah. like you know, yeah, the, if this is yeah, the rhythm. Then uh-huh. I, and, and they say that to him later. 
That actually yeah, they, killed they do, me a little bit was... when they got to the rap battles because like the beat would drop out yeah, when they started. Yeah. I'm like, no, what are and you most doing? Most of it's just <laughs> someone beatboxing in the background. Yeah, because yeah, you know. Not. But I mean, it would drop completely for like diss lyrics. I'm like, put they bothered to make them rhyme. Put them on a meter. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What are you doing? So after this, Maraud comes back and there's a rap battle and there's this one guy and then there's MC Share and he's going back and forth and you get a little bit of Share's backstory in the part of this that mm-hmm. he's a wedding DJ. So it makes sense why he has recording stuff and microphones and kind of makes sense. Murad's like, yeah, that seems like a lot of fun with this rap battle stuff. And he goes up against this other guy and he Mm. just wrecks him. Right, yeah. and Murad chokes, and he's like really Real bad. downcast. Yeah, and like, it. yeah, it's like a just direct parallel to Eight Mile. Yeah, that line when he the song Eight Mile when he choked. That's yeah. exactly what was going through my mind. Yeah, yeah. The video of them going choke, choke, choke. Uh-huh. Yeah, but um, it was not the only one that didn't think their rap battle lyrics were that hard. The way they were reacting, the lyrics were like, "Oh, that's the hardest thing ever." I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. "That was okay." Like, I felt like those raps were something I would do. Yeah. Also, there's this other. <laughs> thing so this was supposed to be a family movie i know there's some stuff oh. in it that's like okay obviously you can't hit women in american cinema like that would <laughs> yes. obviously bump the rating up yeah. significantly he's stealing cars there's drug use all over the place like all that sort of stuff is a thing in india but it's not we're going to bump the rating up because of that but profanity is a thing they do care about so there is no profanity in this movie like yeah at all. and i think they <laughs> make no which is wild yeah i think uh-huh. they make note before one of the rap battles okay hey no profanity yeah, yeah. they and, tell him no uh-huh. swearing or anything like yeah that. And I actually, I was, I was trying to wrap my mind around if it was something that I was used to being an American and just not having that context, or was this on purpose for whatever they were trying mm-hmm. to do for the film? Because I sort it's of had for the, the same. film. They obviously swear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when I heard that, them say that in one of the interviews, I was like, wait, there is no profanity in this. And that may be why it doesn't seem as hard, because there is a lot of aggression that you can put into profanity, especially in American mm-hmm. music, even like soft songs now. So somebody go fuck themselves. So it's not it's well, that's the thing, commonplace you can even, kind even of without cussing. You can shred someone apart. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. So, but it absolutely. Just, their, their lyrics, they're good, but I felt they weren't like if they took those lyrics and put them in eight mile. No one would watch that. No movie. one would have watched that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, and, I agree. Yeah, like they were just like, but they were reacting like, oh my god, oh, oh drop the like, bike, yeah. You know, and, and maybe for maybe it's like maybe for right. India, it was hard. I don't, sure, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. I feel like I should say this. Eminem is way better at rap. Yes, yes. It's not even fair. Well, It'd be like he was Mike Tyson versus Stephen Hawking's kind of yeah. difference. Damn, I, I don't even care. <laughs> that's that a little extreme. It's the same kind of spread. <laughs> I feel that that's accurate because I feel like if I mean just the way Damn. just the way he approached everything he would get destroyed oh, he yeah, would for be sure. sent home crying I mean <laughs> yeah. he would never want to speak again especially right? the whole damn heartbeat thing saying. he was doing I mean oh, yeah, yeah. So, you get wrecked for that we are looking I'm at like a, the culture in its infancy versus yeah. rap yeah. underground yeah. rap yeah. battles right, Detroit right. when Eminem was coming up through it was a dedicated yeah. scene yeah. But, yeah. I mean, and even, he treats it like a day job it's is nine yeah. to five yeah. like he shows up at the studio every day and does mm-hmm. his thing yeah Murad, this is like his after school after work he, after write, life. he writes stuff on his breaks at work yeah and so yeah. him like napkin rapping is way different than a nine to five guy it's, who's yeah, like established true, but, in the industry know. but he was still it just it just felt like his not all rappers can freestyle no because no. some rappers are good at sitting down and writing on paper sure. and vice versa like Lil Wayne said that he's not good at writing so mm-hmm. all his songs are just freestyle because he's not good at sitting down and writing. You know yeah, what? That totally. explains a lot of Lil Wayne rap. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that makes sense. I saw it on uh, Behind the Music. He was talking about it. And I, I mean, was like, don't 
get me wrong. I like the Carter albums, but that oh, explains oh, a lot. Uh-huh. No, but when he gets to like, I'm going to get on my spaceship and leave Earth, motherfucker. Like, I don't <laughs> even know what that means. But, <laughs> it, but the thing is, it harder that he does an album of just freestyles. I'm like, how the hell you fucking remember that stuff? Yeah, because yeah. then uh-huh. how do you come back and go? Anyway, and yeah. go, come back and We're go on concert. You go to concert. Because it's kind of same. You just do a new one every time. Yeah, that's why he has so many albums. All right. Just it is quite different. He's good at it. So so he could have still done it and been able to kill them. I just felt like I felt like I could have beat him and I uh, <laughs> I suck. I rhyme Pat with Pat. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. That's I all suck. you need, really. You know what? Even so, I think it still does a very good job because I was rooting for him the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Too. yeah. I mean, it, it still did the job. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was rooting for the short dude that took share to the cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was funny too. But yeah. yeah. So after this rap battle, um, MC Share and Marad are hanging out and he's like, hey, we should make a music video. Your stuff's good. I have set up in this house with a cheap microphone. Like, let's get something out there and put it on YouTube. A lot of people see your work. So he does that. He gets some traction. His first song. He's like, yeah, I want to do this. But his family finds out like Marad's family. Yeah. Right. Mm. And we talked about that a little bit. But his dad is having none of it because. Yeah, no. He's going to college, which is expensive, and his dad's trying to give him as many opportunities as he can to work like a menial job, granted, but he's putting a lot of effort into that. So he's like, Murad, stop doing this. This is crazy. Don't follow your dreams. <laughs> you will be money. a civil right. servant as yeah. you were born. Have That's it. spent too much money. Yeah. Your uncle's going to give you a job. You can do this. Same. It's better than what we're doing. Murad yeah. and Safina both have pretty serious problems with their parents have given them a course in life they're going yes. to goddamn mm-hmm. oh, yes. take. Yeah. Especially Which her mom. Is a, I mean, that's a pretty traditional Indian yeah. culture clash. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And she, at least, it's, it looks like, wants to go down that route. I yeah. mean, if he was making doctor money off being a well, chauffeur, I'd be like, say, until, hell yeah, I get Until that, they but... get to the point where these are the men you can marry. Yes. Her mom said something like, at least you get to choose. Yes. Yeah, yeah eventually. Yeah, she literally is, had to yeah. beg her dad just to allow oh, well, To finish the semester. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, well... First of all, she was like so close to graduating. I'm like, dude, they wouldn't care. They no, wouldn't care. They're like, we'll pull you well, out. The mom yeah. didn't anyway. Yeah. Mom's like, like you don't well, need a you job. Do it, you do it later. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, she about to graduate medical school. You couldn't, yeah, let her like go extra couple months. <laughs> but yeah, and that was a whole. And the dad was just like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. And it's yeah. like, it's very different because there's, there's a family friend that we have and they live here now and they have a business, but she learned that all of her schooling and such that she had had when she was in India, they did not translate when they moved here. Mm-hmm. And so that was completely devastating, which oh, I understand yeah. because she had the equivalent to a PhD right? and then came back here and it was like, no, you have nothing. Just the fact that obviously her family had paid and gotten her through what, you know, was already a yeah. feat. And then it was, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be devastating to be like taken so seriously in your home country and then suddenly you're just a big fish. I mean, you're not a big fish anymore. Yeah. reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi-studio because it's 2020 out there and the Rona's for real. All voices, music, and mixing is done by us, all rights reserved. Contact the show on social media or our website with comments or questions. Thanks for joining us.